Hey everybody, welcome to another episode of... Okay, fuck that. Let's start over. Hey guys, today I'm here with Tim Lagman, who is a fucking pickle, guys. It's Pickle Tim. Welcome to Banana Mode. What's up, dude? Hi, Banana Jordan. It's Pickle Hi. Tim, reporting from the cold, white north up here in Canada. You're in Canada? Wow. That's right. Yeah. They got pickles up yeah. there? Uh, mostly they come in the form of a popsicle. Uh, but yeah, Pickle we have popsicles. pickles here. Pickle popsicles. <laughs> Say that Pickle five times popsicle. fast. Pickle popsicle pepper. Pickle popsicle pepper. <laughs> Peter Piper picked a pack. Peter Piper picked a pack of pickle popsicle peppers. <laughs> okay, you're nice. You're nice with it. Alright, so the only thing I know about Canada is that you guys are nice. Is that true? No, we're not. Not even true. No. Absolutely false. Remotely false. We're the most awful people ever. I think the main difference with, like, Americans and Canadians is that Canadians are more passive-aggressive. Oh. We're just like... Oh, I hate that. Uh, rather than, like, solving issues with guns, we're more like, Oh, you want to do that? Go ahead. Okay. Whatever. Okay. Okay. Yeah. Like, what? Give me an example of like a disagreement just like passive aggressive okay so say um i don't know what do you what do canadians not like that other people do but they don't and they say it you know they just do the passive aggressive thing <laughs> uh okay so say uh somebody cuts you in line right. uh i would respond oh okay great so you're just gonna do whatever you want or Okay. Like that. Do you think that's a, a Canadian thing or do you think that's just like a just, probably more just, of a me thing. You think? But I speak on behalf of all Canadians. Right, I'm right. the national spokesman of exactly. the Canadian National yeah. Tourism Board. Yeah. Oh. I speak for all Floridians. That, Amazing. Yeah, that's not really a good representation, but I feel like, you know, I can I can speak for them. Yes. I am Florida man and this is How are your uh how are your alligators down in Florida? Oh, I thought you were going to say, how are your allegations? Um, <laughs> I mean, do you have any? Far. No, no, not as of yet. But, you know, um, maybe in the future. Okay, I I hopefully not. But I'll get back to you on that. I mean, what's the worst that a banana could do? Like, sit on the sidewalk and make someone trip and fall? Yeah. Manslaughter. Understandable. Yeah, right? Yeah. We can get it down to uh, willful blindness. We'll get one of my lawyers, my pickle lawyers, to come and help you out. Right. Do you actually like pickles, or are you fronting? Are you putting up a front? No, I actually do love pickles. <laughs> I have a, an entire jar in my fridge just waiting to be devoured. Oh, you like them like that. I, I get it. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. How often do you order pickles? often i mean as soon as like i finish my jar of pickles i'll go to the grocery and get another one i chain eat pickles like how cigarettes are being oh. chain smoked yeah you bit so you binge i'm them? eating a pickle right now i'm eating a pickle right now you just can't see it no not with this mouth you ever find yourself in a pickle always a bit of, i'm in a bit of a pickle right now <laughs> you know with what with the awful weather and the traffic and a whole bunch of my friends got COVID. Oh, shit. So, yeah, it's so okay. They're in, they're in a pickle. I get you. They're in a bit of a pickle. I'm in a huge pickle. Okay. But, yeah. Have you ever thought of maybe branching out into, like, something cool? Like zucchinis? Yeah, cucumbers. Uh, or cucumbers? Uh, they're too cocky, in my opinion. They love to okay. be, like, you know, the uh, the spa. The spa fruits, you know? Yeah. Spa fruits, like, what does oh, that mean? I don't go to a spa. Like, when you put those things on your eyes. 
Oh. And then they're like, clearly, oh, we're yeah. top tier fruits. Right, top tier like, clear fruits. I can see clearly now the rain is gone type fruits. Yeah, exactly. They have so much attitude just because they're being sliced up so thinly that you can put them over your eyes, but really, they don't do anything. Why do we do that? Yeah. You like carrots? You seem like a carrot guy. I actually feed my dog so many carrots. That's her favorite, like, food. Along with her kibble, I just slice up a whole bunch of carrots and then just, like, go for it, Rosie. Yeah. Get it. But yes, I do enjoy a nice carrot every now and then. I basically like anything that resembles a phallus. Yeah. You know what I imagine you, Tim, doing? So, say mm. it's like 1.34 a.m. in the middle of the night. You're watching mm. uh, Full House or or some, some really random kids movie, right? And then you just got a hankering. Uh, you got a munch. You got a munchy. And you're thinking, hmm, I need something to chow down on. I need something to chomp on. Then you go right to your fridge and then you just take out a whole ass carrot. You don't even chop it up. And then you just chomp on it. And then that's your midnight. You wouldn't be tonight. wrong. Yeah. You wouldn't be wrong. But right now, my snack of choice right now are chocolate covered raisins. Oh, that's not bad either. Those are good. Yeah. Look like little poopies. Little poopies, huh? <laughs> okay. A pickle packing on poopies. Packing on poopies. You take poopies? Little poopies. It's all about alliteration today, banana. Alright, Tim. Let's get straight into it. I, I know what you're here for. And I know what I'm here for. I you... actually don't know what I'm here for. <laughs> me, ne me neither. I'm just bluffing. This is how I how I do it. I make it up as so I go. So hungover. So I apologize to your audience. I'm so hungover. <laughs> let's let's talk about you. Went, no, do you describe your night? I want you to describe your night to me. What happened? Yeah, what happened to night? you? Well, okay. So I I was at a, a comedy show. Uh, and it's actually a live recording of a podcast that I listen to called Evil Men, where they basically roast uh, historical figures who they deem to be really awful people. Mm. Uh, and then that went on for like two hours, uh, mm. you know, and as one does at a comedy bar, you drink, you laugh, you be merry, a stranger picks you up at home, um, picks you up there, takes you home. And you kind of just black out and you don't know where you are. So you call an Uber asking the Uber to take you home. And next thing you know, it's like three, four o'clock in the morning and you crash and then you get into a pickle and then you log on to a podcast. And I think that's like everyone's typical Friday night. Comedy bar. Were they funny? Extremely hilarious. Uh, they were roasting a guy named Alistair Crowley. Okay. Uh, yeah. And he was known for being extremely deranged and that he believed that he was a bad witch. Okay. So Alistair's <laughs> not, not a comedian. He's just another dude. Just a, a dead man. Oh, <laughs> Okay, okay. My bad. He's dead. Alistair Crowley fans. Alistair Cr no, he's <laughs> dead. It was three comedians that were roasting him. Oh, okay. Well, <laughs> that sort of makes it funnier in a way. But anyway, yeah. enough about that. Okay. Nice to make fun of dead people. All right. I guess I had to have been there. I had to have been drinking or something. Anyway, um, what do you like to do, Pickle Tim, just in your spare time? When you're not podcasting. In my spare time, when I'm not podcasting, I like to go to like our boardwalk and have a little walk with my doggy. I am writing a whole bunch of stuff on my blog, uh, all about uh, love, dating, intimacy, all the gross stuff. And 
I'm also a pole dancer. So, like, you can see me up and down the pole, always in my pickle, because that gets all the tips going. And, uh, yeah, those are just some of my hobbies. I'm also knitting. It's uh, cold right now, so everyone wants a scarf or a hat knitted by a pickle. Can I have a Trademark. jacket? Can you, like, knit me a hoodie? <laughs> I'd really appreciate I'm it. Not that, I'm not that talented yet. Also, what do Floridians need warm uh, warm clothes for? Isn't it always hot? It's winter. It's, it's, winter is coming. You know that? It's like fall's coming. So it's getting chilly. Does it get cold in Florida? Yeah, in like January. <laughs> so I'm just, th- I'm just saying, if you knit, by the time ready. you knit me a full-fledged like sweater it'll and by the time it gets here i'll be prepared for for the uh new year so i'm like i'm actually so stupid does it snow in florida no it doesn't thank okay yeah no now we'll be fine but you know i would like some an extra layer of protection you know you can never get wrong more protection yeah because i was like why would i knit a banana a sweater when it doesn't even get that cold do you do you only wear sweaters when it snows though no we wear like a full-fledged jacket uh it's like it gets cold as balls here like i feel my little pickle balls here falling off like balls Uh, yeah because it gets i'm trying to convert this into like fahrenheit because you you guys are like so backwards. Uh I'd say yeah. it's probably like sixteen degrees. Celsius? It gets it that low. Fahrenheit. No, Fahrenheit. Oh. I don't know. What's that in Celsius? <laughs> Celsius is like negative twenty. Are you guys Celsius? Or is that Yeah, like the rest of the world. We use the metric okay. system. Honestly, no, I think the C stands for Canada. I think you guys backwards. <laughs> no, C stands for correct. Okay. C, C stands, stands for, for failure. Um, <laughs> we can't we can't just skim over the fact that you dance on a pole, that you're a pole dancer. Oh, I thought we were gonna zoom right over that, but okay. Let's no, go. No, we're not it. we're not zooming over that, alright? Alright. Go slide, skate back to that. So tell me more about sure. that. Uh, so up here in Canada, I am a pole dance instructor. Uh, I am teaching like beginner level pole dancers, you know, who want to get into pole fitness. You know, I also help train strippers to come up with beautiful choreography that really guarantees those tips coming in. Uh, and I've been doing that since 2019, so uh, it's really fun. It's really uh, invigorating, and I think they just like seeing a big gay pickle <laughs> dance around in the pole, and it really gets the 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 people coming into more classes. So yeah, just do you enjoy it? Like, does it really rejuvenate your your youth? Like, you feel. Young again. Yeah, I feel more like a cucumber. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Not sour anymore, but back to your not young, a sour pickle. Yeah. Date. Yeah, exactly. It makes me feel alive. It makes me feel youthful. It makes me feel good. So you're always dead. What you're saying? Uh, constantly. Yeah, I'm rotting away as we speak. Rotting um, away. Yeah, yeah. That's how I feel. Yeah. I have about. Uh, Three more hours of shelf life before I... Before you fucking fall over and just die. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Feel over. So, by the time this podcast airs, I'm gonna be gone. You're gonna be gone. This will be the last um, footage that you ever see of Pickle Tim. Yeah. For when he was yeah. alive. Found footage. Yeah. It's gonna be found footage. Okay. Just like in Paranormal Activity. Just... Ah! So can I be a pole dance instructor? Can I, like, what do I need? Do I just need a pole? Like, any pole will work? What about a wall? Yeah. 
yeah, we do stuff on the wall as well. Uh, you can dance however you want to dance. Uh, there's really like no prerequisite when it comes to being a pole dancer or any sort of erotic movement. All you need to do is feel yourself and really get in touch with your peelings. <laughs> Banana joke. <laughs> yeah, Canadians, am I right, guys? Yeah. <laughs> That's cool, I guess. I mean, I've always wanted to <laughs> go into explore the uh, the pole dance industry. You may, you know. Did you know that about me? Well, now you know. So. <laughs> I mean, a pole dancing banana is not unheard of. We've already seen a banana with uh, boxing gloves. So. What the fuck? You're like, Damn. you know, peanut butter jelly time. Oh, true, no? true, okay. true, true. And, what am I saying? But, of course. So I feel like, a, I feel like a pole is just the natural next step in terms of uh, banana involvement. Oh my god, Tim, you just gave me a great idea. I want to, like, yeah. go out and just do all these random activities. I do want to, like, pole dance as a banana, and then I want to, like, get a sword and just fight as a banana. As a banana? You know, this is great. You're giving me so many ideas, Tim, and I don't even like pickles that much. How come? What do we ever do taste. to you? Just a taste. It's great. We we make great toppings on burgers. Meh. Nah, I'm good. Alright, fine. Pickle cyst. Pickle cyst. Do you like bananas? Yeah, I have them all the time. Awesome. I'm a big banana proponent. I'm pro-nana. Uh, I, um... I just had a banana last night, actually. To try to fight the, the drunken feeling. But that didn't help. I guess I need more greasy stuff. Yeah, like a burger. Hey, yeah, or with a pickle dog. on it. With hot dog. Get dog. Get dog. Yeah. Get a dog. <coughs> yeah. Don't eat a dog. <laughs> a dog. Just like get a hot dog. No. Oh, I have a painting uh, in my other room where it's like a picture of a dog who's sitting at a dinner table and he's looking really sad because he's eating a hot dog. <laughs> you really see yourself sad. as the dog? Is that what you see yourself as? Yeah, I'm just eating myself. Away. If I were to be, like, served a pickle, I'd just be really sad. Like, this is all I have to eat. I have to eat my cousin. Man. <laughs> that sounds depressing. <laughs> Do you think it'll go yeah. up anytime soon for you? What'll go up? Like life, yeah, your life, because like, it seems like you're in a, in a depression and in, in a bottomless hole that you try to fill with pickles. <laughs> I mean, with pickles, we kind of just like have one steady decline from cucumber all the way to rotting mess, and you know, thrown back into the compost in the ground. So really, not much to look forward to. <laughs> Okay. I hope that I get digested one day. Yeah. Uh, but, you know, one can only be so lucky. That sounds very bleak. But here's, I have some words for you. Words from advice mm -hmm. from a Florida man to a Canadian. That there's so mm -hmm. much to live for, Tim. As a pickle, <laughs> you can do anything in the world. You can box. You can go dancing. You can skydive. You could do so much. I could rule the world. Yeah. Don't waste your life I away. Could. Being a small time yeah, pickle. Go outside. Film yourself. Do something. Tell jokes. You never know. I could travel back in time and like kill a dictator. Yeah, like like who? Who's your favorite dictator? Who's my favorite dictator? My favorite dictator from my native country would be Ferdinand Marcos of the Philippines, who has like the Guinness world record for the most amount of money ever stolen by a government from a country. 
What a legend. That's great. Okay. I didn't yeah. know you were Filipino. That's something we can we can talk about. I'm Asian. a Filipico. We're Asian. you're Asian. What 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 Filipico. I'm Asian. What do you think I am? Oh yeah. Uh Chinese. Yeah. Yeah, how'd you know? Yeah. That was that was a lucky guess. Uh I kind of just go with my gut instinct. No, it's because I look Chinese. Uh, you can it's okay, you can say that. We're all it's okay. <laughs> yeah. Alright. You look Chinese. You don't look Japanese, you don't look Korean, you look very Chinese. No, that's the thing though. I think that each race, each like Asian person looks different from each other, especially Koreans yeah. and Japanese. Well, mm-hmm. honestly, Japanese and Chinese people, they kind of look more similar, but the Koreans, they're, they're off. They're like, they're way different. Like, come on. All right. <laughs> Filipinos, though, that's like Mexican with, with Asian. That's like the Mexican Asian. Yeah. We're so affectionately named the Latinos of Asia. Yeah. I don't know why. Because you guys <laughs> look kind of Latino. We are... We're like kissing cousins, really. We share the same kind of like culture. Yeah. Uh, I mean, I have kissed a few Mexicans in my life. So, uh, not sure if it was at a family reunion, though. They weren't related, um, right? I sure hope not. No, they were, they were speaking Spanish, and I do speak a little bit of Spanish myself. Uh, but, you know, I, the jury's still out on that. Coming from a line of sex workers, uh, almost anyone could be related to me. You're like Genghis Khan. <laughs> yeah, um, that's because <laughs> if you, we've inseminated in our, the entire oh, yeah. planet. No, um, it's because if you travel back like four or five generations in my family tree, uh, there were like 17 siblings. Uh, and they were all sex workers, and they all got pregnant by different people. So, um, yeah, it's a lot. And it went out all over the world. So there's a chance that someone could be uh, related to a pickle. Right. Um, very high. concerned about that. Very high chance. <laughs> yeah. Very uncomfortable. It makes dating really, really difficult. Right, because then you, you'd you meet someone new, and then you're like, you have to always second-guess yourself. Check their ancestry, yeah. Because you're like, are you my cousin? Are you related to me? Yeah. Kind of looks similar. So on first on first dates, I always have to bring a 23andMe kit. Yeah. And then wait a week before we go on our second date to see if we have any sort of lineage. Right, right, right. Uh, Yeah. Do you tell them? Do you tell them about your concerns, or do you just... You don't tell them at all, but then you go on with the testing. Uh, I don't tell them because I kind of just take a sample from them without them knowing. So, like, if they go to the bathroom, I'll just take the residue from their glass. Yeah, and of course. Just use that. Right. Sneaky, you know, it's only consensual. Yeah. Sneaky. As one does. Yeah. I think this goes back to the passive aggressive thing. Like, I think it's, I think you're afraid of confrontation. Uh, yeah, I turn sour when, when it comes to any sort of confrontation. I, I just like detach myself. I'm like, mm, no, mm. let's not fight. I, uh, I, I, I'm a, I'm a bit of a people pleaser, a pickle people pleaser. Pickle people people. Okay. Pickle PP. <laughs> any, um, so let's talk about nuts. I mean, let's talk about the sex Nuts. industry. All right, let's talk about okay, you, you yeah. being a sex worker. All right, we're not going to gloss over this. All right, I have this. <laughs> okay. So what were you, what was your job in the sex industry? I was an escort. Escort. I was an escort for four years from the ages of 19 to 23. Okay, so how old are you now? Let me guess. Let I'm me 29. Ask, wait, don't, oh, sorry. No, I'm oh, not 29. I'm kidding. I was going to be, okay. You know what? I was going to be like I'm, 32. I'm not, 32? Okay. Anyway. Close that's enough. Fine. That's fine. That's fine. Okay. 
trying to age myself down because I'm so <laughs> old. And... Uh... So here's how I think being an escort works. All right, mm -hmm. I'm gonna don't tell me until I I say everything. So I, sure. I come across you. We meet each other in the street or online. Maybe I make a, a listing on Craigslist, right? Mm -hmm. Um, so I'm in need of a young, young spry, live, lively svelte. individual to uh, to follow me around and spend time with me in my day to day life while I do errands and stuff and just provide good company while I try to traverse this mundane life that I currently have. And and then you, you come up and it was like, okay, so what, like, how much are you going to pay me? And then I'm like, um, I guess I could pay you like food or, or money. And then you're like, I think I'll prefer the money. And so then we just negotiate our deals and then later on we meet up, you know, you find out I'm not really, I'm not like a crazy person, but then you're like, okay, this guy's kind of nice. Um, a hundred dollars kind of seems low. So I'm going to upcharge him a little more because this, uh, this is quality time we're spending. Right. And then from there, we just have, we just have to spend time with each other and then it just goes on and on for four years how's that mm, you're not wrong uh there are some like differences between what you said and what i've actually experienced for one thing in the four years that i was a sex worker i had a pimp uh her name was ashley i don't know where she is now and i hope she's doing okay uh, but yeah, I had a pimp who would be like, so your next assignment is here. This is where they live. This is what they want. Do you want it or not? Okay, cool. Uh, and a lot of the escorting I did was more non-sexual, really. It was like, I just want someone to spend time with. I want someone to go on a date with. I just want someone to like... Listen to my problems. Okay. And then the other, like, 40% of my clients would be like, oh, I just want to get railed to death until I see stars. Like, okay, I can do that too. <laughs> <laughs> uh, yeah, like, um, literally railed. Like, seeing yeah, stars. Okay. Yeah, nah. and I'm okay. quoting that verbatim. Uh, <laughs> I... <laughs> I, I don't really know what that meant when I got that text, but I was like, rail to death until you see stars. Uh, should I bring a I'm baseball Jerry. bat with me? Should I <laughs> take you to the subway? <laughs> I, I don't know what that means, but okay. Uh, but yes, uh, not far off, banana. Um, okay. Has there yeah. ever been a time where you where you spent time with someone and you were so uninterested in what they were saying but then because you were getting paid you you sucked it up and pretended that you you cared by looking into yes. your eyes yes i had a client who was a cpa a chartered professional accountant and he just couldn't stop talking about work because he just wanted someone to vent about work so i was like yeah accounts receivable yeah oh wow that's great Oh man, debits and credits. I, oh, tell me more. Yeah. <laughs> okay. So I was like stuff. stifling a yawn. I was like, <clears throat> <clears throat> yeah. Yeah. But was he a good client? Yeah, he was great. He was a very polite and demure client. Uh, like, as far as the sex goes, all he wanted was kisses and cuddles. <laughs> All right. So there Which is, I think sex is sweet. Involved. There's sex involved. Yeah. I mean, that's why I was a sex worker, right? There were people who really mm. wanted to get physical because they've never had any sort of physical uh, interaction with another person. Or like uh, they just were uncomfortable picking someone up at a bar and 
The great thing about sex work is that, like, when you purchase the services of a sex worker, you're getting what you want without all the hassle and the nitty gritty and like the gray areas of it. And like, I mean, I don't mean to brag, but I'm a damn good <laughs> sex worker. That's why I kept having so many regular clients, right? So, uh, yeah, it, it was uh, more intimate stuff, really, than sex. Which is a common misconception when it comes to sex workers. It's like, oh, you must be fucking all the time. Well, no. It was a lot of emotional labor of being like, they're there. Pickle Tim is here to yeah. care for you. To listen to your problems. I'm here to cuddle. Yeah. Let's see. Pickle nice. Tim is here to put all your worries you to the good. side. Yeah. Nice. Did you ever, like, fall for anyone? Any one of your clients? No, because I'm heartless. <laughs> <laughs> nice. Um, there were times, though, when clients would fall for me. Um, uh -huh. Which was... Uh, which was a boundary I had to keep drawing. That, like, even though this is somewhat of a... Uh, like a an emotionally invested interaction um you have to know that like i respect our, our relationship our working relationship so i want to keep it that way even though it is so much like emotional stuff involved like you know pretending to be in love with someone like oh you're just like the best lover in the world oh right yeah. And then that kind of makes them think, oh, okay, so maybe this is my, my, oh, my chance to, like, propose or something. And I have gotten uh, wedding proposals, um, <laughs> which was maybe very uncomfortable as a 21-year-old. <laughs> like, um, what do I, what do I say or do to this? Yeah. <laughs> Too young. It's not you, it's me. <laughs> yeah yeah wow yeah okay i did almost feel some stuff for one client uh mm -hmm. but then um something happened he passed away <laughs> well that took a different turn than i expected but i'm all for it we're all about twists and turns here on banana mode that's that sucks for him but I guess that was good for you because you dodged a bullet. <laughs> um, yeah, he had a stroke. Uh, he was a yeah. lot older. <laughs> um, <laughs> he was really nice. Uh, and like, uh, we we did have like a really strong connection. Uh, to the point where he put me in his last will and testament. Ugh. Wow. <laughs> Wow. Yeah, so imagine putting your escort on your will and the escort has to stand or sit in the boardroom with uh, some lawyer and the rest of his family. And then the family's looking at you like, who is this guy? Yeah. Um, oh. <laughs> okay. I, I get I get that you were good at your job. That's that's the impression yeah. that I am getting from all of this. That is interesting. Yeah. I, I like to think I was good at my job. I had a lot of uh, regulars. Right. Regulars that came coming back until they passed away. Um, <laughs> it was one. It was one. One, just one is like, what? that's crazy. That's still crazy to pickle Tim. All right. But yeah, hey man, it wasn't your fault. It was just his was immune system, and I yeah, don't know, whatever cardiovascular system just said bye. Yeah, just bye bye. We go we bye. go down now together. <laughs> yeah, together we're going down. Go down, never going back up. Yeah, <laughs> we're going down swinging. How do I get into it? Hypothetically, if I were to get into it. I mean, just call yourself an escort and see who 
comes knocking at your door. Um, well, okay. Hmm. For me, it was done through my pimp, who... Uh, but that's a more unusual way to get into it. Some people, they'll post an ad on, you know, classifieds or whatever. Um, for guys who want to start escorting, there are websites. One is called Rent Men. Uh, so you can post your ad there and then see how well you do. There are a lot, so good luck trying to find people, but you know. It, that that's a way to start. Just put your ad out there and then see how many people get interested in that. I also don't know what the legalities are when it comes to sex work in North America. Yeah. Very gray. Okay. Well, mm. I imagine that... Never mind. I was about to say some crazy shit. But say <laughs> something. No, 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 say no, it. No, I'm, I'm, I'm here for the crazy. <laughs> no, say it. Say it. <laughs> I want to hear it. I was about to be like, you know, um, well, it included the, the fucking dude that passed away. Um, it was something about legality. I already forgot, but okay. So hypothetically, if I were to put up an ad on rent men or all these other sites and just wait and, uh, then someone would reach out and then we just get things rolling. Or what if, okay, what if I just got a megaphone, right? And then I just, and just, start just yelled at like, people. Sex for street. money. Yeah, yeah. But I think, I think that we would have to go a little low key than that. Just be like, you know, I'll, I will spend time with you for money. And then we'll just go from there. And then, and then I'll, you know, you know, those massage places. You ever been to a massage place? Or like, uh, well, yeah, I was one of the employees there. <laughs> yeah, yeah. You ever do happy endings? Always. <laughs> okay, so basically, right, you don't advertise that, or at least. No. Yeah, yeah, exactly. So it's low key because once the client is in the room, right, they're like at the, it's at the end. That's why they're called happy endings. And then exactly. you suggest it, and then it's like, okay, so this is a little gray area. And <laughs> we're talking legality, but, you know, if you pay me this amount of money, you know, you get to go home happier than you were before. Uh-huh. So that's what that's my plan for being an escort. Right? Yeah, you can totally do that. Um, there's another website that's like an affiliate of Rent Men called Rent Masseur, where uh you are basically like giving people massages and they know that they're getting a massage, but there's also the implied fact that like you're, they're going to get a happy ending because you can advertise it like your type of massage is either sensual or erotic or energetic, right? So that's something you can do too. To, so you don't have to go into escorting right away. You can slowly ease yourself into it by being a massage boy first. Uh, nah, I think I'll just <laughs> skip the middleman. I think i Go straight to because I mean being massage boy. It's like, listen, we both know that you're not here for the fucking massage, and <laughs> my massages aren't that great. Okay, I don't. Some people do. Some people do love just the massage. And just go to a fucking regular massage place. You, yeah, you buddy. Noob. Like... No, but like for me, I, I'm pretty known for like my deep tissue massages and like. <laughs> deep tissue haha <laughs> funny um and then like they would come out feeling like a lot better because i have a little bit of rmt training uh and then i'll go straight to their dick just be like all right here you go bye go <laughs> you did that wait before escorting i did that during escorting oh during escorting yeah so how did you get into that did you just go up to a random massage place and was just like, I will work here if you let me. Please. Uh, a friend reached out to me to say that, like, um, this is the kind of business that we do in this specific 
salon or spa or whatever you want to call it. Uh, and I did that for like maybe three months or so, mostly because the area that the place was in was a little sketchy. So I decided to do house calls instead. Oh, house calls going straight table. to the home. Gotcha. Yeah, and then I just brought my massage table with me and then, uh, you know, get down to all my Business. nakedness and then really work it in. Yeah, deep tissue. Okay, cool. Yeah. So you have some expertise in the back back rubs? Yeah, like I, I know how to get your, your, like, your stress points and really, like, work through them uh, on top of sucking your dick. Mm. Okay. Yeah, what, okay, what if, like, people come in expecting a happy ending? Mm-hmm. But, but then they get something else entirely. Like, what if... So this is my proposition for, like, a business. Or, I'm gonna make a massage parlor where the implication is that you get a happy ending. But instead of a happy ending, you get beat up. <laughs> a sad, dramatic, tragic ending. <laughs> um, Jesus. Um, uh, what do you think? God. That's real Romeo and Juliet of you. Some people uh, are into, like, masochism. Well, then that's not really so much a massage parlor than it is a dungeon. It, it is a dungeon. No, it's just the ending. That's that's what I'm saying. Right. It's just the ending. Oh, just go straight to the ending of getting beat up. No, no, no. You get massage. You get all that comfort. You get all your deep tissues resolved and stretched and whatever and rubbed. And yeah. then at the end, instead of rubbing one out, you get knocked the fuck out. <laughs> out. I'm thinking, like, <laughs> come on. There's the implication that you're in for some pain at the end. <laughs> no, I'm just gonna uh, formaldehyde the hell out of you. <laughs> yeah. While you're getting a massage and then... <laughs> <laughs> throw you out into a dumpster for the real experience. Yeah, just fucking a bunch of throw him. Throw him in the dumpster. Yeah. And get a whole bunch of thugs to beat you up. <laughs> then that way you won't feel any muscle pain because all the pain is like radiating from your black eye. Oh, that treatment really worked. <laughs> yeah. Do you have any like bad experiences? With, with clients? Um, yeah. Uh, not to the point where my life was in danger. I have had a bunch of clients who would try to negotiate with me and be like, Oh, okay, if I pay you more, can you do this? And it's like, um, I'm not like a vending machine, you know? <laughs> uh, <laughs> uh, I've also had clients who would interact with me outside of session in a way that made me uncomfortable. Uh, like I would run into someone at the grocery store and he was with his wife and children. Oh. And I didn't know how to react to that. Yeah, that's and there weird. were some that were a little more unsanitary. Uh, as in, like, a lot of, um... A lot of, uh... uh didn't shower? Let's, let's just say that their apartment was like a septic tank. Oh. Yeah. Porter. I was... Yeah. No, not even hoarders, as in... Well, yeah. It, it was just absolutely disgusting. Okay. And then I had to like triple my fee because of it. Okay. Yeah. How much were you charging? Could you say? 500 for the hour. Oh, wow. Yeah. Um, I will also preface that fee because most of my clients were like high up the corporate chain. Yeah. So right. a lot of like executives, a lot of, uh, uh, what do you call it? Uh, CEOs, uh, politicians, uh, but then you know, for the more regular, average Joe kind of client, two fifty, which is like a normal rate for an escort. 
Uh, but yeah, five hundred for the ones that I know were where they got a little more cash to spend. I'm not a monster. I understand people have different lifestyles. Yeah, of course. <laughs> yeah. So out of all those like uncomfortable situations, like give me an example. Did anyone try to make you play with Legos or something? Like what what made you uncomfortable? Play with Legos? Yeah, I had a client that wanted me to step on a Lego brick just because he wanted to see me in pain. <laughs> no, um, let me see. Uh... Uncomfortable situations where, like, a client wanted me to uh, put on a dress uh, that was, like, not even fitted for me. Okay. Get it? Because it was uncomfortable. I'm kidding. Um, <laughs> uh, no, uh, actually uncomfortable situations that made it awkward. Let's see. Uh, so the septic tank apartment was really gross. Uh, that made me really uncomfortable because there was like a stench in the air. I had to like uh, mask up and everything. Ugh. Uh, I did have uh, the client who was interacting with me at the grocery store. Um, we were like crossing paths and I had to act normal because I don't know how he wants to interact with me in public. But like as soon as like uh, we were right beside each other in the same aisle, he kind of like had his pinky out to lock in with my pinky and i was like oh boy i don't like that um <laughs> uh yeah because like you're with your wife and kids dude i don't i didn't, wasn't even aware of this wow you had a wife and kids um and someone who just like asked to tie me up and yeah that was that wasn't fun you're not into that you're not uh, being tied up i'm i'm the one doing the tie mm. yeah and also like if someone were to want to tie me up i would need to have like some sort of rapport with them yeah like i trust you and know that you're a good client but like he was like oh i want to i want to put this around your neck and i was like um it sounds like a lynching than it is more of a kink scene. <laughs> was he heavy breathing? Was he? Yeah, he was like. <sighs> yeah, I want to put it around your yeah. neck. I want to lynch you. Yeah. Okay, that that can seem uncomfortable. Uh, I understand. So. Yeah, you know, I mean, I don't want to die, but I don't want to be sure I'm gonna live. You know. That's the kind of choke sex I like. Where you're As living. Ali Wong once said. No, like, I don't want to die, but also make me think, you know, I, I might pass out at some point. <laughs> okay. Right, you need a balance where it's... Yeah. Raw. It's kind of like, kind of like when, when people say, I'm not suicidal, but I do want to kill myself. Yeah, I've, I've heard a lot of that from a lot of teenagers when um yeah yeah um <laughs> that's an interesting uh thesis or like a philosoph philosophical question like are we mm -hmm. do we yearn to feel the most alive wait no no do we feel the most alive when we are closest to death uh it's very friedrich nietzsche uh to, right it's a it's a nietzschean take you know shout out nietzsche uh yeah shout out to nietzsche my boy actually you know what when it comes to death i think that's more kierkegaard really than it is nietzsche uh yeah we feel so alive when we're faced with the abyss that is the cold embrace of death because then we know that like you know what i've only got so much time left to do I might as well make the most out of it. Yeah. I'm going to do whatever the hell I want to do. Yeah. Because I know that tomorrow's not guaranteed, so I'm going to fucking do it. And that was my whole thing when it came to escorting. I'm going to have as much sex as I want. I'm going to get paid as much as I want. <laughs> and look where you are now. Yeah. I'm, I'm, You're a I'm pickle now. This. Yeah. 
I'm in a pickle. Philosophical pickle where you're just you're just there living your day-to-day life, looking forward yeah. to what the day offers, making the most of it. Yeah. That's a philosophical. Philosophical. When you seem like the type to look into the the deep darkness. Yeah. And 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 just stare at the darkness. Or I no, do. you you'd look away. No, I look straight into the darkness and and think, you know what? I'm not gonna be scared of it. I'm gonna not do gonna whatever the fuck I want. What do I you stare jump into in the it? darkness? Yeah, I stare into the abyss and jump head first. Because I don't think there's really a point in being scared of what's inevitable and what's not in your control. Yeah. It's gonna happen anyway, so you might as well do whatever the hell it is that you want to do. Right, exactly. Right. I understand. And, and like, what's the point in being pissed off or whine about things that aren't in your control? Like, some asshole cuts you off in in traffic, and then you're gonna be like, ah, fuck you, but it already happened. Or yeah. someone, like, uh, bumps into you on the sidewalk, and then you're like, what the fuck? And it's like, well, it already happened. What's the point? So, move on. Dare at it, and in the face. And just keep on trucking. Keep on moving. That's coming from a fruit. And I mean that in both the literal pickle sense and the gay slur. A fruit. <laughs> you a fruity guy? I think I'm fruity. You're like a fruit loop kind of guy? I play with the feminine and the masculine energies. Um, I like to wear high heels. I like to wear makeup and dresses. But I also like to dress in suits and expensive clothes that make me look like a tycoon. Nice. Mm -hmm. Okay. So. All right. Let's. I think what you said before about. You know, what's, when something happens to you and then you're moving on. Are you stoic? Hmm. Am I stoic? Stoic when faced with the with the inevitable harsh reality. Cold yeah. embrace of death. <laughs> I don't know if I'm stoic. Because stoicism is very like it's like apathy, right? It's like you kind of just don't care but for me it's like i don't really care but i'm still gonna do something about it i don't care about like um the harsh reality of whether it be death sickness famine or whatever like these are things that i'm not i'm not gonna stress about but i still feel it i still feel the the negative impacts of it it's just that what do i do with that negative feeling i'm not gonna sit down and whine about it still feel bad but that i think that's more of a chance to make myself and the world a little bit better it gives me an opportunity to be like you know what this is this is a an obstacle for me to overcome and it's also an opportunity for me to make other people feel more free or more uh, better about themselves which is why i got into my career now as a sex educator right i i use like uh my experiences from escorting i use my uh my knowledge in business and then i came into sex education because i was like you know what people are not as well versed in education or empathy or compassion as I thought they were. That sucks. What am I going to do about it? I'm going to go teach. I'm going to help y'all out. They all need me. <laughs> Which is a very egotistical thing to say, but you know. Do you have any, as a pickle any advice? Oh. Any sexual... Uh, educational advice for all the people who have small peepees? 
Oh, sorry. Third. Serious, serious, serious. Wow. <laughs> <laughs> All right. I I've never <laughs> Well, uh kill yourself cuz you have a small peepee. No, I'm kidding. Don't. <laughs> Worthless piece of shit. You can't fuck for nothing. <laughs> no, um <laughs> Uh serious advice? Size doesn't matter. Uh, regardless of what uh, porn tells you. And if you think you're small, you're probably not. <laughs> because, like, small, small is, like, micro level, like a millimeter. Uh, but more often than not, you're within the normal range. Uh, also, that's something that's not in your control. Yeah. Uh, also, like, bigger isn't always better. Sometimes it hurts a lot. <laughs> yeah, I had a client whose wangalang reached all the way down to his knee. Damn. The oh. Yeah. The that was point. That was um was a lot of stretching. Big pickle. A lot of warming up and a lot of going to church praying for a miracle. Hey. That's like a water bottle. Yeah. That's like a, that's like a TV a water remote. bottle. That's a, it's a kielbasa. Kielbasa. Um, it's like a churro. Yeah. Yeah. It's like a, um, imagine like a sock full of quarters. Oh. Cling, cling. Yeah. Cling. Yeah. I thought I was going to go to the ER that day. Damn. That's like, <laughs> oh, a, that's a like a, a thermos. <laughs> Like a yeah, it was like a, it was like a baby arm holding an apple. It's like a baby arm holding an apple. Yeah, it was, yeah, like a fallen tree branch. Yeah, that's like two gerbils. Uh, two and a half. Like two and a half gerbils. God damn, yeah. this dude's packing. Is he the one who had the stroke? No, no, oh. no, no. Um, the one who had a stroke was like perfectly comfortable. Uh, oh. that's funny enough because, like, while he was in the hospital bed, he could still get it up. But was he already dead at that point, or was it like, no, he was like, uh, responsive? It's just that the complications oh. that arose from the stroke, uh, kind of what did it for him. Okay, okay. Yeah. Is he hired me for a session while in the hospital? Wow, dude, dudes, I respect this. I respect that. Yeah. Oh. So, I was like, "Hey, you're paying for my time." So. Yeah. Right. <laughs> yeah. What were we talking about? Oh, the fucking the dingling, the, the huge penis, Porzingis. Yeah. It a was like a pickle fucking... and a banana just stacked right on top of each other. Right, that's huge. Okay. Yeah. Um. You gave me advice on on sexual education and shit. Do you, is there any? Do you have any final thoughts, Pickle Tim? Um. Final thoughts on sex and love and dating. I guess life and or whatever you want to say to. The bananas out there and the peepees and who knows. Uh don't forget to masturbate today. <laughs> no, um honestly, because when you masturbate you learn how to like give yourself pleasure and how to care for yourself and how to uh eventually care for others. Because when you love yourself, you can love uh more things about you. So yeah. What if I love myself regardless? I mean, that's a form of emotional masturbation. Yeah. So what if I'm not physically, like, masturbating, but, like, emotionally in my head? You're masturbating. I'm You're just going off. I'm going ham. Yeah. And you're having, you're having a... a it's like I'm rubbing two sticks together. I'm trying to make fire. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Very Tom Hanks of you. Yeah. Uh, I was like, box of chocolate. <laughs> yeah. yeah. 
into and you're talking to the Wilson of your emotions, you know? Yeah. Anyway, so guys, yeah. maybe see me on the billboards. Maybe if you if you guys need an <laughs> escort, like let me know. I will be there for you. Okay. And uh, Tim, do you have any any websites, any socials, anything you you care sure. to people to follow? Uh, all right. So uh, people, please, if you like, kind of enjoyed this hungover. If you have a small PP. Or small people, whatever. Uh, you can listen to my show, Sex Ed with Tim, streaming on all platforms. My in Twitter and Instagram are at Sex Ed with Tim. And my website is sexedwithtim.com. And for all of my listeners, or for all of uh, the Bananas listeners, if you go on to my show, you listen closely, I can give you up to 15% off your next sex toy. Wow. So enjoy. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> All the fucking banana listeners are going to be like, yes. Oh, God. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Follow Tim. Follow Banana Mode on Spotify, YouTube, whatever. Follow socials. Thank you, guys. Share with your friends and anyone who's has a small PP. And thank you for listening. This has been great pleasure and joy with Pickle Tim. Thank you, y'all. And I'll see you on the next one. And about here, I would just stop the recording and then yeah. I'd stop. Oh, yeah.